0: Tim Bore, Leslie Hughes, and Beth Lewis talk about the drafting process.
1: Beth, tell us how you go about writing your first draft.
0: Well, quite often once I've uh, input all these quotes and references and uh, ideas that might have come up, I then print them out. So they're very clear to read, because I can't always read my own handwriting terribly well and it's a lot easier to, to refer to a selection of printed quotes than it is to scrawls and scribbles. But then I nearly always write the first draft out in longhand, which I then input again in the computer so exactly. that I can then read it again much more clearly and and obviously mess it about and pull it about and try and pull it into shape much more clearly.
1: So you use longhand for the initial process and then you type it out? Yes. Okay. Right, right. Is that because you feel more comfortable writing by hand at that stage?
0: I... I... I think that I have a different style somehow. I, I think I'm less wordy when I write longhand than I am when I'm using a computer. Mm-hmm. So that... And it's... I think perhaps I think more clearly and carefully about what I'm about to write if mm-hmm. I write it in longhand.
1: Do you find that working from longhand, you comp- you, it's easier to compare sheets than it is on a single screen
0: definitely. Well, that's why I print stuff out from the computer, in order to compare it, because mm-hmm. it is hard to, to flick between screens yeah. and around yeah. screens and remember it's quite what you've got where... Which
1: actually makes it easier m- to yes, make those comparisons and see the general shape of it, you know. So, you've got your first draft, you've written it out by hand and you've typed it, and you've now printed it out and you're looking at it. What prompts you to revise things that you've done, thinking now about the second draft? What sorts of things do you do when you're editing and re-editing your own work?
0: Well, I often find that I've repeated myself <laughs> um, mm. and or I've said th- very similar things in different ways with different evidence, which I'll pull together and then decide which bits of evidence or which particular way of saying it is it was the better way or combined things.
1: I think that sounds it. great because you're allowing yourself the free flow of your thoughts in your first draft. You're not worrying too much about repetition and stuff like that because you mm. know you can put that right at a later date yes. so you can afford to be more relaxed yeah that sounds really useful
0: I think one of the problems that I have is that I I get so far with an essay and I spent so much time on it and it's still not finished and it's still way over the word count and it's, it's just that drive that's, that's needed to actually put the brakes on and say no right you really have just got to put a black line through this bit and not worry about it anymore yeah. and that's always yeah. oh, very hard to do even then, even if I've cut it out, sometimes I just can't let it go and I'll just stack up another file full of bits and pieces which I've thrown out but I still can't quite delete completely just in case they yeah. might come in useful.
1: <laughs> I know you made this point before because you were saying that you sometimes have far too much
0: yes. and you have some, yes.
1: say, points or lines of argument that you'd really rather keep. And, and I, I think it's a shame if people think that... when they've edited them out of their essay, because you've got to because your essay is only, say, 1,500 words and and you can't put it all in, that it's somehow lost or wasted. And what I suggest is that people keep a record of those lines of arguments or points in their notes because they're often going to be very useful to them in terms of examination revision. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.